Hi everyone, welcome back to the MetaBullet Step 2 and 3 podcast. In today's episode, we cover the topic of pathologic gambling found under the psychiatry section at MedBullets.com. Let's begin with a clinical snapshot. A 27-year-old male presents to the general medical clinic with his wife, who complains that he has lost all of their savings gambling. She reports that her husband was a successful trader on Wall Street, but has been laid off after missing work to place bets. He has tried multiple times to quit, but repeatedly relapses. Let's continue with an introduction to pathologic gambling. This is subcategorized under the substance-related disorder in the DSM-5. This is because it has similar neurochemistry as other drug addictions. In terms of the epidemiology, this has a prevalence of between 1 and 3% in all adults, and the peak prevalence is in adolescence and young adulthood, and it is less common in older adults. Men account for two-thirds of cases. There's an increased incidence of mood disorders, anxiety disorders, and OCD, and it is predisposed in patients who have lost a parent during childhood, experienced inappropriate parental discipline, have a diagnosis of ADHD, or lack of family emphasis on saving money. Moving on to the presentation. Symptoms include preoccupation with gambling, the need to gamble with increased amounts to spend to achieve enjoyment, repeated unsuccessful attempts to cut down, irritability with attempts at stopping gambling, using gambling to avoid facing problems or to relieve dysphoria, returning to reclaim losses after gambling, lying to therapists, family, and friends about intensity of gambling, committing illegal acts to finance gambling activities, jeopardizing interpersonal relationships or professional work because of gambling, and relying on others to financially support gambling. In terms of the diagnosis, this requires persistent and recurrent maladaptive gambling behavior as evidenced by five of the symptoms listed previously. In terms of treatment, options include participation in Gamblers Anonymous. This is a 12-step program and is the most effective treatment. Another option is insight-oriented psychotherapy, This may be initiated after three months of abstinence from gambling. And another option is SSRIs, mood stabilizers, or opioid antagonists. Remember that it is important to treat comorbid mood, anxiety, or substance abuse disorders. SSRIs are a common therapy for diseases associated with impulse control. In terms of prevention, remember that limiting lifetime exposure to gambling may be helpful to people at risk. And lastly, with regards to prognosis, Like other addictive disorders, pathological gambling is a long-term problem that tends to get worse without treatment. However, one-third of patients may improve without treatment, and even with treatment, patients often relapse. Overall, the prognosis is often quite good with appropriate therapy. Now that we've discussed the major points relating to pathologic gambling, let's walk through a question to apply what we've learned and get a sense of how the topic might be tested. For this question, Consider the following clinical scenario. A 51-year-old man presents to his primary care physician for his annual wellness visit. During the visit, he says that he is stressed because he has been increasingly working overtime recently. He admits that his wife is also upset with him because she recently discovered that he has been hiding debts from her. Upon further questioning, he reveals that he has been waking up at night after his wife goes to bed to play poker online and has been betting increasingly large sums. He has tried to cut down as his losses mounted, but he continues to lose large amounts of money. He also started secretly taking money from their vacation fund to pay creditors. 
he becomes defensive when asked about whether he is interested in seeking help for this behavior, remarking that he knows his wife put the physician against him. Which of the following is the most likely diagnosis for this patient? And the answer choices are, choice one, borderline personality disorder. Choice two, generalized anxiety disorder. Choice three, kleptomania. Choice four, narcissistic personality disorder. Or choice five, pathologic gambling. The best answer to this question is, choice five, pathologic gambling. This patient who is getting into debt while gambling, using increasingly large sums while gambling, jeopardizing his relationship with his wife due to gambling, and failing to cut down on his gambling behavior, most likely has pathologic gambling. Pathologic gambling is an impulse control disorder that is characterized by a preoccupation with gambling and maladaptive behaviors related to gambling. This includes the need to gamble with increasing amounts to achieve enjoyment, repeated unsuccessful attempts to cut down, irritability with attempts at stopping gambling, using gambling to avoid facing problems or to relieve dysphoria, returning to reclaim losses after gambling, lying to others about the intensity of gambling, committing illegal acts to finance gambling activities, jeopardizing interpersonal relationships or professional work because of gambling, and relying on others to financially support gambling. The most effective treatment for this disorder is using a 12-step program like Gamblers Anonymous. Other treatments include lithium, SSRIs, and cognitive behavioral therapy. Let's also discuss why the other choices are incorrect. Choice 1. Borderline personality disorder patients can also exhibit hostile behavior to clinicians and low empathy for their spouses. However, this patient's maladaptive behavior appears to be driven by his gambling behavior. Patients with borderline personality disorder have a pervasive history of unstable relationships and emotional dysregulation. Choice 2. Generalized anxiety disorder patients can also exhibit significant anxiety regarding work and life stressors. However, these patients have anxiety that is not limited to specific domains or situations. Choice 3. Kleptomania patients do not steal money or objects for external purposes, such as paying gambling debts. Instead, these patients have an intrinsic urge to steal that is satiated by the act of stealing. Often, the objects stolen are of trivial monetary value. Choice 4. Narcissistic personality disorder patients can also have low empathy for their spouses and think that their doctors are not treating them appropriately. However, this patient's maladaptive behavior appears to be driven by his gambling, rather than an innate sense of unjustified superiority. Finally, a bullet summary. Pathologic gambling is characterized by maladaptive behaviors related to gambling, and should be treated with a 12-step program. That's all for this review about pathologic gambling. We hope that was helpful. This is the MedBullets Step 2 and 3 podcast, a daily audio review session for MedBullets the free learning and collaboration community for medical student education. As a reminder, you can follow along with these podcast episodes by reviewing the topics directly on MedBullets.com. You can listen to these episodes on the MedBullets website or phone app while reading through the topic. If the MedBullets podcast has been valuable to you, we'd be thrilled if you considered leaving us a five-star rating and writing us a review on Apple Podcasts. It will help us spread the word and increase our discoverability tremendously. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you all tomorrow, right here 
on the Med Bullet Step 2 and 3 podcast.